You don't have to let the blues run your life. For he who the sun set free is free indeed. Coming up next on is Send the Word. Song. This song has been an inspiration to me. It helped me go through some things, and I want to encourage you today. I know it looks rough. I know it looks tough. Listen to these words. Hang on in there. You're going to make it. Shh, listen to this. Show yourself mighty. Show yourself strong. Show yourself awesome in the midst of the storm. For in the time of trouble, He will give us a song. So show yourself mighty and show yourself strong. Show yourself mighty and show yourself strong. Give a better Show yourself mighty. Yeah. Show yourself strong. Show yourself awesome. Show yourself in the midst of the storm, in the time of trouble, everybody show yourself strong, show yourself strong, show yourself strong, show yourself show yourself strong, show yourself strong, show yourself in the midst. Welcome to the Center Word, a weekly program designed to show you that whatever you're going through, whatever problems you may have, the answer and the solution is indeed found in the Word of God. I am your host, Kenyatta the Preacher, and I am so glad you tuned in. Been praying that you've been staying safe and is doing well. Also praying that your family is staying safe and is doing well also. But as always, prayer is indeed essential to our spiritual growth and development. Hallelujah. And if there's ever a time that we need prayer, we need it now. Glory to God. You know, when I was in college, I had to learn about the boring philosophers. I think we all had to learn about those boring philosophers. And none of them really interests me because none of them really was born again. However, there was one philosopher named Voltaire that actually stood out to me because it was Voltaire who made the statement, those who can make you believe absurdities can also make you commit atrocities. Now tell me that isn't relevant in this day and age. I mean, you see what's going on in Washington, right? I don't think that anyone can deny that that was an atrocity that happened on January the 6th. All those hooligans storming the Capitol, 
chanting death and violence to our elected officials. And they did this in the name of patriotism, or as what they say, taking back America. Now, how you want to take back America from Americans? That's not patriotic. That's idiotic. For if you want to see an example of true patriotism, just go back to 2001 and look at Flight 93 when Todd Beamer and all those brave men and women fought on that plane to stop the terrorists from crashing that plane into the Capitol. But then 20 years later, you have these hooligans that decided in their mind that they wanted to desecrate it. And then you had the president go on national television and say to these rioters, you're special and we love you. Where just six months earlier, he said to a group of protesters, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Then you had a prominent pastor in Texas, real prominent pastor, stood up in front of his congregation and said, this is what happens when you defund the police. Now, the police in Washington wasn't even defunded. But he got up and said, this is what happens when you defund the police and we will always back the blue. This is what he said. We will always back the blue. But what if the blue is wrong? What if the blue is committing an atrocity? Are you going to back them then? But that's to be expected from someone who wrote a book that said that Jesus did not come to this earth to be the Messiah and rejected claims that he was the Messiah. I don't know what book he was reading, but my Bible tells me that Jesus is the Messiah. In fact, in John 4, when a woman at the well was talking to Jesus, she said, I know that the Messiah is going to come. And when he come, he's going to declare all things. And Jesus said to her, the person that you're talking to is he. Glory to God. <sighs> We're living in perilous times. That being said, I believe it's time to pray. Father God, we come before you in the precious name of Jesus. Lord God, you know what's going on on this planet. For, Lord, we are your children, and you care for us. And your word declares that we can come before you and cast our cares upon you for your care for us. So, Lord, right now, Lord God, we lay all our cares at your feet. And we ask you to help us to keep our minds stayed on you. For you even said that you'll keep us in perfect peace when our minds are stayed on you. So, Lord, I ask you right now to please comfort the hearts of the feeble-minded. Lift up the hung-down heads and encourage the souls of your people. And we'll give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Hello, my brothers and sisters. This is Pastor Bullock of the Canaan Baptist Church of Delaware, sending you greetings and encouragement to our congregation and to the public at large. As you are well aware, we are in a pandemic in this world as relates to the coronavirus. Please have a plan. Please do not panic. And please keep your eye on God and your hand in his hand. A word of encouragement today. During this pandemic, there's a lot of language, new rules. And one of those uh, new rules of engagement is called social distancing. To keep six feet away from another person, to wash your hands, to limit contact, uh, do not uh, rub your face, etc., etc. All of these new rules of engagement are on uh, the Center of Disease Control's website, cdc.org. And the information is on our website, canaanbcde.org. Govern yourself accordingly. Secondly, as relates to social distancing, know that God has not distanced himself from you, nor should you distance yourself from God. I repeat, God has not distanced himself from you, and neither should you distance yourself from God, your faith, your family, and of course, the Word of God. Speaking of the Word of God, finally, the Word of Jesus said in Matthew, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age, which says God has not distanced himself from you. Additionally, he said, I'll be with you always. He promised never to leave nor to forsake you. Thank you. God bless you. As always, this is Pastor Bullock. Keep the faith. We are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Revelation 12:11. If you look at the end of the book, we win. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. 1 Peter 2:9. This time of year, a lot of people make resolutions. If God has been faithful to you over the past nine months, then you should have come to the realization that only what you do for Christ will last. Continue to be faithful. Continue to seek his face and pray without ceasing. And whatever mountains need to be moved, watch them fall into the sea. Christ didn't fear the storm while he was asleep on the boat. By calming the storm, he made it clear that he would protect us from everyday tempters of our daily existence. If Jesus Christ kept you in 2020, then 2021 is a continuation of his faithfulness and power. Amen. Amen.
now, Lord, we bless your name again for who you are, Heavenly Father, and acknowledge your power and your presence and your provision and your healing in the mighty name of Jesus. No longer going through the motions, Heavenly Father. No longer being tossed to and fro and, and mentally, Heavenly Father, drained, God, in the name of Jesus. Many don't know, Father, if they're going, Heavenly Father, or if they're coming, Lord, in the name of Jesus. So many are drowned in problem after problem and stronghold after stronghold and replaying the times of past, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Those things that bound them, Father, to begin with. Many are still struggling, Father. Many are still polluted, God, and contaminated in the name of Jesus. As the enemy sits back and mocks us, God, and laughs and scoffs at us, Father, in the name of Jesus. But Lord, we thank you for the burial, God, of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the death on the cross. Thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, that you rose on the third day in the mighty name of Jesus. So in the name of Jesus, I declare and decree your people, God, and the people, God, that you're calling forth in the name of Jesus. In these last days in the name of Jesus shall be healed father by the blood of the lamb in the name of Jesus not only that but by the word of our testimonies God in the name of Jesus Lord God we bless your name father right now in the name of Jesus those that need healing father in their marriages God that needs healing father in broken relationships in their families God children father adopting God in the name of Jesus Christ Lord even those Heavenly Father, who may not know God, who their mother or their father are, God. Paternity issues, God, in the name of Jesus. So many issues, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you for healing, Father. Violations, Heavenly Father. Spiritual violations, God, in the name of Jesus. Mental and physical abuse, God, in the name of Jesus. Death, Father, in the name of Jesus. Many mourning, Heavenly Father. Many have been betrayed, God, and there's no trust, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we look to you, God, as our source, as our strength, God, in the name of Jesus. Father, God, hide us, Father, in your secret place, Father, most high God, where there is refuge and where there is safety, where we can, God, rest in the mighty name of Jesus. Your word says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light and father we thank you god your word declares that you will not put on us god more father than we can bear many need therapy god many need counseling heavenly father in the name of jesus and some need to just let go god in jesus name father and cling to you god in the name of jesus holding on with dear life father not fighting you lord in the name of jesus when you reach out father you're not a breaker of hearts but you mend god the broken hearts father and god you reveal your mysteries father to your children lord you give a strategy god 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Empower God to stand, Father, against every wile of the enemy and attack, Father, even mentally, God, in the name of Jesus. We understand we don't wrestle, God, with flesh and blood, Heavenly Father. God, but powers of the air, God, principalities, Father, in high places, in the name of Jesus. Satan, God, the devil, Father. But Lord, you've given us power, Father, over the devil in the name of Jesus. And where we are weak, Father, you're always strong. So breathe, God, in the name of Jesus over every listener, Father, and those that we intercede for, God, that may never, Father, hear this broadcast in the name of Jesus. Breathe and dispatch and assign your angels, God, now, Father, where they are. The anointing, God, destroys the yoke of bondage. Cover them in your anointing, God, and make sure, Father, they're dripping wet, God, slipping, God, out of the hands of the enemy when he wants, God, to grip them, Father, and hold them down. We thank you, Lord, that no weapon formed against your children will be able to prosper. So thank you for healing. Thank you for righteousness. Thank you for seeing about your people, Father. We declare and decree that it is so. Nothing missing, lacking, or broken. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen, amen, and amen. Now, if you just tuned in, you've been listening to It's in the Word, a weekly program designed to show you that whatever you're going through, it could be fixed if you go to the Word of God. And remember, if you miss an episode, you can always catch a rebroadcast of this episode by just going to our website, and it'll lead you to our podcast. And that's in the wordpodcast.com. Again, that's in the wordpodcast.com. Go on and check us out. Now, last week we were looking at the spirit of infirmity, the spirit of infirmity, and how it terrorized a lot of believers. But you got to recognize that if you're born again this evening, the spirit of infirmity does not have the legal right to forcibly enter into your life and bind you with sickness. He just doesn't have that kind of power. I mean, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. But I know what you're thinking. You're thinking to yourself, well, can you out of the preacher? If that's the case, why is he wreaking so much havoc in so many believers' lives? Well, it's quite simple. He's in our lives not because he forced his way in, but because we let him in. And how do we let him in? We let him in through our negative speech and the words that we speak. For the Bible declares that life and death are in the power of the tongue. Now, I'm not a name it, claim it, blab it, grab it type of preacher, for that's not my forte. But there is some validity to the notion that we ought to speak life and not death in every situation. In fact, turn with me to 1 Peter, the book of 1 Peter, found in the New Testament, 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 3, starting at verse 10. It reads, For he that will love life and see good days, let him reframe his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. See, when you're sick, you're not loving life. And when you're in pain, you will confess that you have seen better days. So could the suffering that many believers are going through in this day and age really be from their negative speech? I remember when I was young and didn't want to go to school. I would lie and say that I was sick. And you know what would happen? I'd get sick. You know, the same thing could happen when we become adults. For a lot of times, we may not want to go to work, so we may call out and say that we're not feeling well. And as soon as you hang up the phone, truth be told, guess what? You're going to start feeling symptoms. And those symptoms could be the spirit of infirmity knocking on your door because you called them. Glory to God. Now you got to deal with three days of torment because you wanted to lie and say you was under the weather. And never say that you're under the weather. For if you're born again this evening, you're not under anything. For God have made you the head and not the tail. He have placed you above and not beneath. You're not under anything. You're not under the weather if you're born again. You're not under anyone's foot or anyone's thumb. You're not underpaid or underappreciated. Why? Because we are fearfully and marvelously made. And our God will supply all our needs according to our riches and glory. And we're not undervalued. Why? For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. To whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God found value in you. So much so that he laid down his life for you. For while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Hallelujah. But what if you've been talking negative and you're saying, can you preach it as me? I probably brought this thing upon myself by living an unclean life or giving the enemy access to my health because of the way I've been talking. Well, don't feel bad. We all have been there. We all have been foolish. 
In fact, the Bible says in Psalm 107, fools are afflicted because of their transgressions. But glory to God, Psalm 34 says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. You can get back in good graces with God and you can get your health back. For the Bible declares that I wish above all that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Glory to God. And it all starts by living right. And how do you do that? Stop that negative talking and start living right. God desires that you live right. He desires that you live a holy and clean life. In fact, the Bible says without holiness, no man will even see God. But how many know that God is always willing to wash you in his blood, clean you up and get you back to where you belong? For the word declares that though your sins be as scarlet, I will make them white as snow. Do you want God to wash you this evening? If you do, repeat this prayer with me. Oh God, I'm a sinner and need salvation. Forgive me for all my sins and wash me in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Save my soul, O Lord, and I'll serve you forevermore. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer, give us a call at 215-207-5379. Again, that's 215-207-5379. For we are standing by to pray with you. Glory to God. Now, you're not going to want to miss the show next week. For next week, I'm going to look at what happens when you've done all to get the enemy out of your life and he just doesn't leave. Tune in next week. You're going to love it. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this time of getting into your word and allowing your word to get into us. And as my pastor always say, Lord, allow us to keep the main thing the main thing and continue to bless you, glorify you and worship you and have you make us vessels that is fit for your glory. In Jesus name we pray. Amen.